Welcome to Think Big with Dan and Kasim. Join host Dan Melnick and Kasim Masood as they explore big ideas, limitless possibilities, and engage with visionaries, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders who dare to dream big, get inspired, motivated, and find practical tips for personal growth. Think big, dream bigger, and ignite your potential. Welcome to Think Big with Danny Kasim, and our guest today is Gwen. So, Gwen, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, tell us what you do for a living and where you live. Sure. Uh, my name is Gwen Ottenberg. I am the owner of Imagine That Toys. So, basically, I play for a living, and I am in Wichita, Kansas. Awesome. So, how did you get the idea to start your business? Oh, you know, like all businesses, it's real easy. <laughs> I um, I didn't want a real job. I never wanted to work in the corporate world, so... I wanted to play for a living and my parents said, that's great. Get a degree. And then I ended up still opening a toy store. So <laughs> that's the shortest version of the story. So like, what made you want to get into toys, right? Cause when you said you wanted to work for yourself, there's a million different things that, that, you know, you could do. So what made you go into that direction specifically? Um, life's too short if you're not having fun. So my first job was at an amusement park. Uh, my job after that was at a place kind of like Chuck E. Cheese. So I've always been in the kid world um, and I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So I knew where my husband was going to school that we weren't going to be living in Pittsburgh. So I needed something that I could do just about anywhere. So I got a degree in communication, which means I can use it for literally anything. And my voice is my tool and I talk a lot all day and wanted to play for a living. And we moved here. I opened a or I was part of a toy store in the science museum. And then we decided we could open our own toy store because Wichita didn't have a toy store. That's amazing. So in terms of your toys, right, what makes your toys more unique and better than your competition? I think the toys are really matched with kids or adults, whoever's going to be playing with them. So our goal is to get the right toy in the right hand at the right time. So it's for us, it's a matching situation that if your kid is into building and dinosaurs that we find something that combines building and dinosaurs that they're actually going to want to play with and not something that does all the playing for the child so in terms of if somebody comes into your store right how are you so do you do custom orders if they want something specific that you don't have what does that look like oh custom's always fun <laughs> our goal is to match them with something we already have in stock um with supply chains and everything else it's always it's always a crapshoot on whether or not something custom can happen and happen in the time frame. You know, we see people on the way to the birthday party or the birthday parties this weekend. So custom timing isn't normally working. So it's taking the information that they have, which is limited at best most mm. of the time and combining it with a toy that we have that'll work for the child. Cool. Cool. So uh, what is the definition of success in your point of view? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> Um, you know what success is getting to smile every day at what I do. You know, the best time to own a toy store is the week after Christmas when kids come in and they go, Oh, Santa Claus got that for me. It was so cool. I can't believe he knew that's just what I wanted. That tells me that I did the right thing and I knew what I was doing. And you can't experience that in any other way. You know, the week before Christmas is fun because kids are coming in and pointing at everything they want. And what we always tell parents is what they talk about 24 hours later, that's what matters in their world. 
Kids, kids want the gamut when they're in here. They want this and this and this and this and this and this and this. What are they talking about in a day? That's what matters in their little brains. Great. So I do have three kids, by the way. And uh, <laughs> so what <Let's> will... play. <laughs> <laughs> So just be a few toys for my kids. <laughs> now, what, what are your kids into? What do they like? They are more artistic. Okay. So yeah. for, for them, it's definitely something open-ended. You know, we have a lot of art, art supplies. Um, I actually love giving kids a great set of pens, pencils, markers, and a pad of paper with no other instruction and let them be in charge. You know, it's incredible to see what kids come up with when you don't put a lot of stipulations on them. So what's your process to uh, suggest these times? Like you just asked me a question and then something I, I believe something was uh, processing in your mind and oh, then you just came up with some with some ideas so what's the process is there some process or not <laughs> um you know i think it's more about being a detective it's asking for a piece of information and then how do i expand that information out to handle what you need you know i could tell you that you should get them a lego kit but chances are a lego kit is too um specific for them if they're really into imagination creating or if you buy them the Lego kit, they're going to throw out the instructions and they're going to create something else, which is totally amazing as well. So it's just taking whatever piece of information you give me. And then normally I'll walk around with people and I'll say, what do you think about this? And they'll go, no, yes, or whatever. And then I take whatever that reaction is and just keep going down the line. It's just a process of elimination. But mm -hmm. I've been doing this once or twice. So I'm pretty good at nailing it on the first or second try at this point. Oh, that's good. You know, uh, if you can, if you can process this, it, like uh, I, I believe, still things are in your chest. All the questions are in your mind. Like everything is uh, at your side. But uh, if you can process these things, I believe you can help a lot of people. For sure. Because buying something for kids is is, is a big thing for me. Uh, even if I'm going, uh, I'm, I'm going to my brother's. Uh, uh, home and uh, I have to give a give you few gift to his kids. That's a problem for me. Now I'm in Thai shop. I don't know what should I buy. <laughs> where it goes, nobody knows. That's so, where specialty gets to shine. We take you by the hand and we pull you into the department and we say, "This is what you need or this is what you want." You know, at Christmas I jokingly say, "My job is to make you look good." So we offer complimentary gift wrap, and then when I hand it to somebody, especially a guy. I'll say, take credit for it. And they're like, they'll know I didn't do it. I was like, I know, but you can still take credit for it, that you came to the right store to buy the right gift and have a gift wrap. So you look like a million bucks. That's what it's all about. That's that's the cool part about being in specialty is that we make sure Indeed. you look good. And I'm not afraid to tell you if an item doesn't make sense for you, I'm going to say, I wouldn't buy that. You can do what you want, but I wouldn't buy that particular item, no matter if it's more expensive or less expensive, if it's not mm -hmm. right for the child. If a toy doesn't get played with, it's not worth it. That makes sense. So as of right now, what does a typical day look like for you? <laughs> so I start every day with a plan. And then in the world of retail, anything can happen. So this morning, I, you know, planned for this and, you know, planned for other things. And I had eight pallets of Lego show up. So I've unloaded part of the pallets and I'll go unload the rest, um, you know, I can think that we're going to get something tagged and put on the floor, but if there's a grandma with a birthday party, that becomes my main focus. You know, when the stores open, 
it's all about the customer and serving whatever walks through the door, whether it's a baby present or a birthday present or a whole set of party favors. I'm just on the ride of whatever happens. That's awesome. So what role does technology play in your business? Oh, okay. Technology is my friend and my foe always. Um, I have full inventory tracking. I, you know, I can tell you what I have, how many I sold of this item last year, what the price was last year, what the price is this year, all of those important things to really get the data behind my business. But otherwise it's, it's people, it's talking to people. We're just building relationships. And that's the most important thing. Do you think if you add augment, uh, artificial intelligence in your technology support, this will be a huge difference. This will be a huge push to your, to your business. I think on the web part of it, it could be, I don't think AI is ever going to replace the in-store experience with people. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we see people at all walks of life. Um, we have a lot of people who have adult parents that are dealing with dementia and just having somebody that they can talk to about that and showing them toys and activities for their parents that they can do is never going to be replaced with AI. You know, people come in and call us their happy place. AI is never going to be able to do that. They may be able uh -huh. to do part of that on the web. Um, and they may help supplement our suggestions in person, but people need to see people and have reactions and genuine conversations that I don't think AI is ready for at this moment. That's Doesn't true. mean it's not coming down the pike because uh -huh. I'm sure it is. <laughs> but yeah. I guess, so I guess like as of right now, right? Uh, like what does your operation look like? There's only one of you. So do you have a big team? So there's like, if they want to talk to somebody, is there somebody else that they can talk to? How does that work? And if you're going to hire people, like what kind of people do you look for to work for you? Sure. Um, I have a, I have a team that helps uh, front and back of the house, both. Um, we actually hire a lot of teachers and retired teachers. Um, they're really good with children. They're really good with problem solving. They're really good thinking on their feet. Um, retail is a lot of just thinking on your feet and going with it. And teachers always have that skill because they've learned that skill from being in the classroom and people that genuinely like to connect, you know, the people that meet somebody everywhere they go, those are my best employees because they build the relationships with customers. Cool. So everybody faces challenges. Like we, we, we talked to more than 40 or 50 uh entrepreneurs and everybody said yeah we faced a lot of challenges so what do you think uh what were your biggest what was your biggest challenge uh while starting this business Ooh, okay biggest challenge when starting was just to feel legit in my own skin you know um i started when i was young so i so people at like the trade shows didn't want to talk to me because they assumed i was either an employee or like another person was in charge and I wasn't the decision maker. So breaking down a lot of those barriers was difficult. And even when we opened, you know, just the fear of putting yourself out there and your business out there and here I am. And does anybody want to shop? Does anybody want to come in? You know, all of that marketing, did I make the right decision? Nice. That's a scary place. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's good. So, uh, and uh, uh, now, are you good with the financial positions in, in your business? Like, uh, do you think like, uh, do you, you still have any financial problems with your business and uh, like sort of anything? Oh, cash flow is always fun. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) When you're in the toy business, our big holiday is, you know, the last day of the year is our best holiday and our best season. Um, Easter is the second best. And then Valentine's Day is the third best. Um, So sustaining a business throughout the year. Luckily, there are kids that have birthdays every single day. So we are a birthday business a lot, um, daily, pretty much. And then um, it's just making sure the the cash flow makes sense that you can pay for the product because I can't have products shipped in December, which is when I'm going to sell those holiday items is November and December. I've got to have it shipped in now. And then I can have it under control or tagged and ready to be put out. And I'm not facing the dilemmas of delivery and all the other logistical problems. So it's it's being watching what I'm buying and being careful of what I'm buying. And um, in the toy business, a lot of manufacturers will have longer dating because everybody is selling a lot more Christmas. So we're we're cash poor in you know the summer. And right now kids are thinking about back to school and clothes. So toys are the least of the priorities. And then as soon as kids go back to school and start birthday parties again, we become up on the priority list, which is nice, but it's just being careful. So what percent of your business would you say is e-commerce versus people buying in the store? Um, it counts about 30%. E-commerce about 30%. In. Okay. So in terms of, I guess right now, what would you say is your number one priority for your business in the next three to six months? Christmas. <laughs> That's simple. Um, no, it's making sure everything's ready and in line. Um, by the time the Christmas shopping starts to happen, we are in a routine. We know what's going on. It's not a time for change. It's not a time for a new anything you know no new credit card processors none of that stuff is happening in december it is just rolling with what you know and getting through the season you know it's it's the longest set of hours we'll ever work um it's the most rewarding but it's definitely exhausting so what does your process um, look like in terms of you know moving inventory so if you buy things for christmas and then christmas is over do you discount it or do you hold it for next season like what does that look like for you the rule of thumb with inventory is it's never supposed to have a birthday, which means it can't be in your store a year. So the goal is to sell it all before Christmas. Um, and then our markets start in January. So we'll be done with Christmas. We'll have five or six days off. And then we'll be heading to market to buy a new product and get in line for whatever's new for next year. So trying to get in and out. Strategically, we buy holiday merchandise light. And if we're still out of it, great. I did my job. <laughs> I don't want to hold on to any of it. But if we have some leftover, we will do some holiday sale afterwards. But kids mm-hmm. have Christmas money the week after Christmas. So it's still hopping in the toy store because kids want to spend all their money now. It's just right. a different clientele. So I guess, what would you say, um, what do you see your business going for? About, like if we have this conversation in one year from today, where do you see your business going? More seamless. Less bumps the road. <laughs> nice. Can I have two or two or three more things figured out that where that those aren't the bumps we're handling? You know, every year we get a little bit smarter. Every year we learn something. Um, this is our sixteenth uh, year and our seventeenth Christmas season. So every year, if we're learning one or two things, and one or two things are smoother, we're ahead of the game because the landscape keeps changing. It's not like the landscape gets to stay the same. 
uh, coming in my door or coming front door or back door. It's always changing. And I've just got to roll with whatever it is and not be afraid to move to the next step, whatever that looks like. Great. And uh, what advice you will give uh, to the ones who are going to buy some gifts for the kids? <laughs> Is there anything specific? <laughs> <laughs> Go with your heart. You know, when people can't decide what to buy a child yeah. and they have two items and they're like, well, I think they'd like both. I literally say, close your eyes. And then I say, red or blue or green or yellow, whatever the difference is in the two items and whatever the first word that comes to their mind is, that's the answer. Uh -huh. So you've got to trust your instincts. Um, but going to the experts always helps because we can help narrow you in so you can't lose. Awesome. So somebody wanted to find your website or social media. What is the best? I mean, can you share that here? You know, how somebody can find your company? Sure. So we are Imagine That Toys. It's imaginethattoys.net. Um, I'm on LinkedIn as Gwen Ottenberg and Imagine That Toys. Um, I'm kind of known for my socks. My socks haven't matched since I was in the seventh grade. So every morning I'll post a picture of my socks on LinkedIn with a little kind of thought of the day of kind of where I am in life. So that's always kind of fun to fun to connect business wise and have a little bit of fun while doing it. Sounds great. Well, Gwen, thank you so much for your time. I'm wishing you the best of luck. And hopefully in a year from now, we can chat again. You'll have a more seamless process. And yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Bye. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.